two dads. Billy was on the playground, somehow got a rock stuck up his nose. One mic. He just pushed it up his nose. <laughs> Kids are so stupid. God help us. Two dads, one mic. Stop trying to make us spend time with our family. Featuring Adam Smasher. And I'm like, just turn around, you stupid baby. And Josh Reno. We should play a game called I Know My Wife Hates Me Because. Two dads, one mic. She hates me. Is a production of The Adam Smasher Show. So we had this idea well over a year ago. Hey, we should do a podcast. Our kids are like the same age. And actually, I think that they're the same type because isn't Cooper, aren't he and Jacques pretty much the same? Whenever Jacques goes out in uh, public, does he always have to take a shit? Everywhere. Okay. We actually send pictures of our kids taking shits to I each sh- other. <laughs> By the way, Katie actually, I, I was looking at a picture and she goes, what is that? I said, oh, that's a, a picture of Cooper on the toilet. I sent I sent Josh. She goes, you send your friends pictures of your kids on the toilet? And I'm like... Well, it's a thing. My kid, whenever we go out, I ask him, do you need to go to the bathroom? No, he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. We get to Walmart, and not the, like, a good brand new Walmart, the shittiest Walmart on Dunvale, you know, where there was five murders that happened in that bathroom, and you could still see the blood on the floor. That's where he's taking a shit. And what's he do? He runs in there before I get there, and he's like, Daddy, I got a poo-poo, and he jumps on it. I, I don't have a chance to wipe it off. How many times have you done this? Like you walk into the bathroom and you're not paying attention to public bathroom and then you see they're in and no, 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 don't touch that, no, no, no. Does Jacques wipe his own ass? He does. He doesn't do a very good job. We actually went camping a couple weekends ago and it was after the camping trip. We're on our way home and he said, Daddy, my, my butthole hurts. Or maybe he didn't say butthole. He said, my butt hurts. And I said, well, what's the problem? He said, well, I couldn't wipe. There was no toilet paper because he went without me to use the bathroom. I'm like, yeah. damn it. Oh. So I said, well, when we get home, you know, I took a shower. And Billy, like five minutes later, he's like, yeah, I went and took a poo-poo too. And there was no toilet paper there either. So two kids, two shitty asses. That's when we get home. Two dads, one mic. This segment is called Stop Trying to Make Us Spend Time with Our Family. So Chick-fil-A has this promotion. They will give you free ice cream cones, the whole family, if you can go the whole meal, putting your phones up without, you know, and you actually have to talk for 15, 20 minutes. So I read this and they even have a little cardboard thing on the table. And I saw a picture and I thought back, we just went to Chick-fil-A two nights ago. And we chose Chick-fil-A because it was getting late. We didn't want to cook. They have a playground there. Mm-hmm. And I remember this box on the table. Didn't read it at all, okay? Sent the kids to the playground. Of course, we're eating. We're on our phones the whole time. And then at one point, Katie, <laughs> it's like a cardboard thing and it looks like a barn. So again, you're supposed to put your phones in the box. Katie was taking trash and putting her trash in <laughs> And we're supposed to put our phones in there. Big fail, Chick-fil-A. Also, I'm going to say that if you want me to spend time and talk with my kids, you're going to have to offer me a lot more than ice cream cone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're forcing us to spend time with our kids. I get it. Chick-fil-A, you're that family-friendly company. Maybe we don't want to do that. Maybe we're there because we have a lot of stuff that's going on and we have to check our phones. We have to check our email. We got business or whatever it is. But on the other hand, I think... How many times have you gone to Chick-fil-A and your kids are like, I get ice cream, right? Where you're not going to buy the ice cream whenever you buy the rest of the food. You don't feel like spending money after that. Right. So if they're going to give you ice cream, 
to me, it's almost worth it. Their ice cream is damn good, though. The reason I go to Chick-fil-A is because they have the playground and the kids will leave me alone because I deal with kids all day. I want them to go do something. But that means you talk to them during the day. I well, don't. I try to I try to avoid that as well. I try to send them. They're at the age now. As soon as they come home, I'm like, go out and play. And so they'll go out and play with their friends. Do you watch them? Do you watch them whenever I go? No. no? You no. Just said, oh. Okay, this is the difference between you living where you live and where I live. Well, you live in the ghetto. I, <laughs> I live in the ghetto. Like, I looked up the little, um, how many uh, child molesters are in your neighborhood, and people pop up. I don't trust the people around us. All the red dots blur yeah. together, and it was one big giant red yeah. dot. I thought about you and a story that you once told me. This five-year-old in California, she got a safety pin stuck in her nose, and it was there for six months. <coughs> okay, this is what concerns me. She went to three doctors and a dentist because her nose wouldn't stop running. Then, finally, she blew her nose and it just came out. So you didn't blow your nose in six months? So it's been cold. We've been through winter already, and the parent never said, hey, blow your nose. When you have a five-year-old, you're holding the, the tissue for your kid to blow their damn yeah. nose. But, you know, in the mall, there's always that one kid with, like, the dried-up, crusty snot all around his nose and Ugh. mouth and stuff. It's just gross. I won't even drop my kid off at, at school like that. <sighs> Billy was on the playground. Somehow got a rock stuck up his nose. He just pushed <laughs> it up his nose. Kids are so stupid. <laughs> so I get a call at work. Hey, your kid's got a rock stuck up his nose. Okay, well, how far up is it? We can't get it out. Well, he was probably a year old at the time, so he didn't know how to blow his nose. I then take him to where my wife works. She's a, a veterinary technician, a licensed veterinary technician. So I said, if anybody can help, she works in that field. Bring her over. She looks up his nose, sees the rock, almost faints. Like, is freaked out. That's just like my wife. She freaks out at everything. All you have to do is take some kind of forceps and put it in there and then pull it out. Take him to the doctor <laughs> $100 later because it took them literally two seconds to get the forceps on it and yank it out. That's it. I like how you used forceps twice in that story. That was good. I'm smart. My kid's <laughs> never had anything stuck up its nose. But also, what did your kid get stuck in? They had another kid I read about this week. He's four, and he had never seen a vending machine before. So he went and he stuck his arm all the way up to his shoulder, and it got stuck there. It took them six hours to get it out. They had to give him a sedative because they tried to like break the machine open. He started freaking out, the firefighters and shit. So I remember that one time that we were at Chewy's oh. <laughs> and we're at a Mexican restaurant and the chairs they have it's not a full back it just has like the top so there's a gap in between the seat and the back of the chair and somehow Cooper had slid right through there and he's so like such a bohemoth he got stuck couldn't get him out so to make matters worse Katie is yelling Katie immediately is like, oh my God, oh, oh, going over there and like freaking out. And you're trying to pull Cooper to get his head out. And poor thing, his head wasn't getting through there. No, he's got a big head. And so the more you pulled, the more she freaked out, the more he cried. I'm sitting there. I thought to myself, do I say something really inappropriate and have Katie jump my shit right away? Or do I just watch? She doesn't. She wouldn't jump your shit. She'd jump my shit. Okay. For, for me saying something. Yeah, absolutely, because you're my friend, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what she would do. I took like probably five minutes. Everybody in the whole restaurant is staring at this kid with his head stuck. Oh. Finally got him out. Uh, I put this up on Facebook this week, 
and I got some really funny answers. I asked, where did your kid get stuck? I also told the story about how Ryder, uh, he got his head stuck in between my uh, my friend uh, Shonda's railings. She had wooden a uh, wooden deck, and he's getting real close to the railings, and somebody says, hey, get away. Don't You're not going to get your head. I go... His head, look at his head, it's huge. There's no way he can get it through there. Sure enough, he did. Uh, and he got stuck. But this is funny, Stacy. She says, I didn't get stuck because my mom used my head as measurement for the railings on our deck to make sure I no. couldn't. <laughs> Uh, Christina, she says, I was about five years old and I stuck my head in between the bars on the old Mayor McCheese at McDonald's. Do you remember that thing? The Mayor McCheese. Uh, Fucking McCheese. That's the one where they had Grimace and Hamburglar yes. and all that stuff. Fucking McCheese. <laughs> God damn you, McCheese. Damn you, McCheese. Okay, and this one was my favorite because someone sent out a picture and it's their baby crawling and he's in a corner and he doesn't know how to get out the corner. <laughs> and I'm like, just turn around, you stupid baby. <laughs> Guess what? Your kid's not Mensa. <laughs> Babies are so stupid. Okay, total a change of subject. This one is funny. Have you seen the Instagram account called Miserable Men? No. It's just That's appropriate. It's just pictures of guys looking miserable at the mall with their wives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this good this is like memories of whenever Nicole and I first got together and we'd go shopping. Her, it's fucking forever. Well, back then you do it because you're dating. Now you're like, fuck yeah. you. No way. She always says, hey, but you're the one that gives me ideas of what I can wear and what look, looks good on me. I don't care. Get a I girlfriend. Find, yeah. Find a friend. I, I know that you don't have a ton of friends that you want to go hang out with to go shopping. Fucking do it because I'm not going there. I was thinking about, okay, what's one place besides shopping or one thing like you can't stand to do with your wife? Uh, is everything a good answer? I wrote down some other situations that guys are sure to be miserable in. One, anything where feelings are involved. Two, watching The Bachelor. That's one of mine for Katie's because she watches The Bachelor. And I'm just like, stupid. Looking at anything on Pinterest. Oh, God. And now she does all of our grocery shopping and shit like that. Picking out recipes on Pinterest. And I say, hey, where's that recipe that you wanted me to cook? And she's like, well, it's on Pinterest. It's like a corn maze. It's like Ikea. It's like shopping at Ikea. Good luck getting out because... You go in there. You're looking for this one. I guess it's a tile or something like that. So you find it. And then you're looking for another recipe. No, that one's under healthy recipes. This one's under crock pot recipes. Why can't you have all those motherfuckers together? I had a, a, a program director tell me, you know, Pinterest was really big with women. And I was at a radio station that was, you know, focused on women. It's like, you know, you guys should do a Pinterest account. And I tried it literally a day and a half. I'm like, fuck this. This is the worst damn thing I've ever experienced in my life. And then there's all these do-it-yourself things that she collects. And so I was looking the other day for a recipe. All of these little subcategories that she had set up, things for Jacques' birthday, things that you might want to do on the weekend. Guess how much we've done of all of that? None. Not a fucking thing. But she will spend five hours on Pinterest. I'll get all these emails saying, hey, you got a pin on Pinterest. What do I do with that? Oh, Pinterest. I had to delete Pinterest emails and I'm still getting LinkedIn emails three years now. I have no idea why. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. There's one for guys called Mantaresting that is basically guns, 
cars, boats, titties. And, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a podcast. We yeah. can say titties. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's not like anything showing. It's just chicks and bikinis are oh. like, you know, showing cleavage. Two dads, one mic. With a segment we call. Okay, let's do player pass. I wrote down some questions for you. You can only pass on one. How many are there? Five. Number one, what's something you do with the kids that you can only get away with because Nicole's not around? You know, honestly, I don't really do anything out of the ordinary. I mean, she's the one that doesn't want to do shit. I might cuss around the kids, which doesn't happen very often, but that's probably about it. What words do you let the kids use when she's not around? Oh, none. No, hell no. This happened before. We go to church and uh, one of our friends said hell or something like that. And then Billy says it in church. And he's like, what the hell? Like right in the middle of the sermon. What was the last shitty thing you let your kids eat for dinner because your wife wasn't there? Probably just PB&J. I mean, that's probably the worst thing. Have you done worse? (laughs) I let them eat fun dip. (laughs) (laughs) You see, that surprised me about you because you probably hate fun dip as much as me because it gets fucking everywhere. I do, but I was so tired and I just, (laughs) I was like, yeah, whatever the hell you want. I don't care. Just leave me alone. Oh, that's great. Do you often think about someone while doing it with your wife? Pass. If so, who? <laughs> Do you ever pretend to be sleeping whenever you hear a kid yelling for one of you to help them with something just so you don't have to do it? Because that's my go-to move. Right no, there. you see, we don't even have that anymore mm-hmm. because now that Billy's older, he can turn on the TV. He can do everything. On Saturday morning, it used to be, well, we had to get up. One of us had to get up with the kids so that they wouldn't kill each other right, and right. that we would help them do whatever it is. Right. Now we just let them go. It's it's a whole lot easier than it was before. So really, no, I mean, they wake us up. Like if Jacques wakes me up, he's he's five and he knows how to turn on the TV. It's like, yeah, go get next, Netflix and chill, bro. I'm good. We let them go alone a lot like that as well. But every once in a while, they do something so just messed up that you got to kind of question because the other, I'm gonna have to bleep this out too. Because if anyone hears this, I don't want writers at that age where he would get embarrassed and Katie would get mad at me. True story. Two nights ago, sometimes I'll pop Cooper in the shower with me just to you know hose him down so I don't have to bathe him separately because he doesn't bathe. He bathes himself, but not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes Ryder will be in a good mood and he'll let Cooper go with him in the shower. So Katie said I was in here, and Katie said she heard from the living room, okay, I'm just going to do it for 10 seconds. And she... <laughs> <laughs> she bolted up, uh, went in the bathroom, Ryder... <laughs> like he is... <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, oh, this is... You know what... A lot of people is going to think that this is like kind of, it's kind of freaky whenever you tell these stories. These are real fucking oh, stories yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Because the other day I go upstairs and I hear Billy say, do you like that? Do you like it when I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Whoa, hey. whoa. And so I go in there and I guess he was like spanking Jacques. <laughs> and... Billy, you can't ever do that again. No. You can't. How much do you trust your kids with your kids? Because they, they experiment and they do things. They don't know. It's that not it's like, like how yeah, like how we would do it, obviously. But yeah, it's absolutely. Okay, we, we each have, I think everyone has 
uh, one kid who's like more likely to go to jail than the other one. For you, it's Jacques by far. Yeah. So my kids go to the YMCA after school. And the problem with Jacques is that he is a five-year-old in an eight-year-old's body. He's just a big kid. Right. Billy's a big kid, too, but Jacques is five. Billy's nine. So he feels like in the YMCA after school that they can play together. They're going to have the same friends. They can do the same things. Right. And they can't because Billy wants to go play with his friends. So Jacques got so pissed off that he found this rock. I guess it was like part of a cinder block that was like in a V. And he was standing on this, uh, on like a picnic table, and he had one of Billy's friends come over, dropped it with the point <laughs> on that kid's head. <laughs> like, like I get a call from the guy. It, this, this happens every time. I get a call from the director, whoever the guy is that runs the YMCA after school. He's like, "Hey, we had an incident with Jacques," and I'm like, "Shit, I Again, knew it." I because right. if they're calling me, Jacques did something wrong. So he calls me and tells me that. And I'm like, well, how's the other kid? And he's like, well, he's crying. This is a fifth grade kid, big kid, that he decided that, you know, fuck you assholes. I'm just going to drop this rock on his head so that I can play with y'all. I don't think he's gotten the whole point that if you piss people off, right. that they don't want to play with you. Right. That doesn't mean like that That wasn't the initiation to get into the gang. Uh-huh. That's not how that works. Right, right. So is it for you? Is it Ryder or Cooper? That's... Oh, it's Cooper. His his is not going to be violent. His oh. it's not going to be violence that gets. It's going to be like uh, like pervy stuff, like flashing people or like you know because there's always like this little girl is over at our house, one of the neighbors' sisters, and uh, you know she'll randomly come in. She goes, Cooper showed me his thing. You know, so he just randomly like yanks down his pants and like thinks it's funny, right? I'm hoping he outgrows that, but I, I don't know. I, I I still think that's funny. What are you going to do? I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do next time? What? We should play a game called I Know My Wife Hates Me Because. I don't know if it's like this for you, but I've been together with Nicole for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we've been married going on, I believe this year, to be 17 years. Yeah. She hates me. Right. I mean, there's no doubt. Does right. Katie like you? No, no, not at all. So they, for some reason, feel like they need to stay married to us. I don't know. I think maybe it's the kids, but um, like I remember when Katie used to laugh, like when I would, you know, do jokes and stuff or just be goofy in general. And now anytime I do something, she just like rolls her eyes like, oh, you, you're so stupid. You know why? Because it's the one year rule. You can do all that stuff. Like that's cute in the beginning. Mm-hmm. After a year, not funny anymore. Okay. Not cute. Because Nicole and I had this talk every time we go out and, and you probably have gotten the same talk. Don't embarrass me. Oh, yeah. Do you think Katie thinks that she's right all the time about everything? Yes. I mean, we had this conversation earlier whenever we leave somewhere. How many times does Katie tell you how to drive? All right, well, she's she thinks she's right 90% of the time. I think that what changed for us is that I decided not to argue anymore, so... Oh, yeah, I let know. stuff go. Yeah, because I don't even, it's a headache. I don't even want to bother with yeah, it. Yeah, because I'll be laying on the couch. She wants to argue. I'm like, let me know when you don't want to argue. Yeah. Then I'm back in the conversation. We're good. And I mean, not that we have conversations anymore, but yeah. I mean, so... The thought of a conversation is horrible. So next, next week, what we could do is we'll talk about how I know my wife hates me. My therapist told me today, by the way, that she was suggesting that... You know, we need to have little connections, Katie and I, uh, together. And she suggested, like, 
you know, I mean, do you guys do stuff whenever the kids go to bed? Do you? And I go, well, what do you mean? Like games or like something? I go, watch TV? Yeah. <laughs> so she said, oh, just little things. I don't know. Maybe just, just so you guys can talk. Do you have a, a patio out back? I said, yeah. She goes, well, you guys could just go outside. Yeah, I don't know. Have a, have a glass of wine or something and talk. And I, I was like, oh, okay. And I was nodding my head yes thinking the whole time. <laughs> that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, so why does my wife hate me <laughs> next yeah, time? Yeah, I might even ask her. Maybe I'll do that. I'll bring some audio of her telling me why she hates me, and so we can kind of inspect it and see if I can do anything different, because I'm not. I have an audio clip that for Katie that I use every time I ha- tell people I have to get audio from Katie, and uh, she never wants to participate. So I said, I asked my wife, and here's what she said, and all it is is her going, I don't have time for your stupid radio bits. <laughs> Because she never wants to help me. That's a reason she hates me. Because I put radio, I want to do radio bits with her all the time. Anyway. But we're funny. Yeah. Why don't they know that? We'll do another episode if we get more than 10 people to listen to this. I don't think that's going to happen. All right, we'll see. Are we doing video too? No, no, no video. Are we going to do video for next time? Next time. If there's a next time. I mean, you will see how uncomfortably close we are together <laughs> around one microphone. <laughs> Two guys, one mic. That's yeah. a good name. All right. Yeah. Um, what was this called again? I don't even know. Two Dads, One Mike is a production of The Adam Smasher Show, featuring Adam Smasher and Josh Reno. Hit subscribe, and we'll see you next time. If there is a next time.